Good morning. Today's daf in Babakama is Mem Ches. We're starting on Mem Zayin Bays. Again, thank uh, Phil for sponsorship of the daf this week. The learning that we do this week is Zech Nishmas. Fagabas Moshe Cohen, Neshama Shehav and Aliyah. We are starting at the. Uh, we're at a junction. We're uh, We are halfway down the Amud, right where the lines start getting wide. That last, that last narrow line. Uh, the Gemara is going to go back to our mission and discuss uh, the mission we uh, introduced ourselves to yesterday. The mission started in Memzayin and And the mission says, what happens if I go into somebody's property uninvited? And if I go in uninvited, so uh, what, uh, what liability does the homeowner have towards me? And the answer is none. All right? In other words, and, and, and Ms. Dabr, and it makes perfect sense, meaning it's his property. I came in and I, was, I came in Shalom Barishos. Right, uh, I wasn't invited to come in, and I go in there, and now damage occurs, and so uh, is he going to be responsible for any of the damages? No. Now contrast that to where he, where I go in birishos, in other words, permission to come in. So now that's an acceptance of liability. Okay. Now in the Mishnah, you'll recall, you remember that machlokes between the Chachamim and, and, and Rebbe Hudanasi in terms of whether or not he needs to actually make a disclaimer and say, "I'm accepting upon myself liability." Right, and you, yesterday I noted that according to Rebbe, in other words, every time you go into somebody's house, you basically basically have to have to contract. And in other words, uh, I'm, I'm I'm being a little bit, uh, you know, a, a, a little bit animated in terms of how it would look like according to Rebbe. But according to Rebbe, it's not enough just simply say, "Please come in." According to Rebbe, you have to be mikabel. You have to you have to be mikabel shmira. You're accept you're accepting liability. But regardless, so in other words, when you go into somebody's property and you are uninvited. So as a result of that, so now there is no, you, you are not protected. You are not legally protected. Any damage that occurs, you're going to be liable. Furthermore, we learned in the Mishnah yesterday. So let's say what you do is that you bring food into somebody's property and now the homeowner's animal eats that food or slips on the food. Now you'll see in just a moment why I give these two particular examples. So if the, if, if the homeowner animal gets damaged, the trespasser is now going to be chayef. Okay, and again, Mistaber, it really makes sense. In other words, he's a trespasser. He wasn't given permission to go on somebody on somebody's private property, and so therefore, not only is he not going to be uh, able to collect for any damages that he received, but furthermore, if he damages homeowner's property, if he damages damages the shore of the homeowner, he's going to be chayiv. Good. So far, so good. That's uh, that's what we learned in the Mishnah. On that, the Gemara now is going to make the following limitation. And we're at now uh, at the first wide line. Okay, this idea. I go into somebody's property and I'm going uninvited and I brought food into that property and that food now damaged the homeowner's animal. That's only, and, 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 the, and the trespasser is going to be liable. That's only when the animal slipped on the food. But if the animal ate my food, Potter... So now I'm going to be potter. Okay? For a moment now, just process what we're saying. In other words, I went into somebody's property and I went in uninvited and I brought food in and now I leave the food there. The homeowner's animal ate my food. Homeowner animal got sick and died. I don't have to pay for that. Okay? That's, 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 that's amazing. Ex- explanation. My timer. Have a lashlo sochal. Okay. So over here, we're introducing now a new svara into Babakama, and that is the following, and that is that the animal should, in fact, be discerning. 
In other words, the fact that the animal ate something that wasn't good for it, now in a moment we'll, we'll be more specific about what, what that means. But in other words, the animal is expected to discern in terms of what it's, what it's going to eat and what it's not going to eat. And whether it's going to overeat or whether it's not going to overeat. And the fact that it ate my food. Now granted, by the way, I'm so in the wrong over here. I trespassed onto somebody's property. I brought food into that person's property. I left the food over there. So imagine the number of things that I did wrong. But still, this argument of the animal should be discerning is a really strong argument. So much that I'm not going to have to pay for the damages for that animal if the animal ate my food. Now, if the animal slipped on my food, that's all me. And that's all my liability. But the animal ate my food, so no. So I'm Rav Shesha Zamina, Kinaim B'Shachav Rav, I'm Allah Shmaita. So, so, so Rav Shesha says, I think Rav was taking a bit of a nap when he said that over. Now, that is a caustic comment. That's a strong, it's a strong, it's a strong comment. Uh, the truth of the matter is, is that throughout Shas, Rav Shesha says that about a comment made by Rav that he doesn't agree with. Okay, uh, there are ways to soften the comment, but right now I'm just, obviously, for the sake of time, we're just going to move on. So, uh, Ditanya, I know since I'm a mavis of Nebehemus Chavera Patamidinad and Vachai Bidine Shamayim. So, let's say I put poison in front of my friend's animal. And, uh, the, um, and the animal eats the poison. So now, Dine uh, Adam, I'm going to be Pater. But Dine Shamayim, I'm going to be Chayev. Now, Now, the reason why Dine Adam, I'm going to be Pater is because uh, the animal shouldn't have eaten poison. In other words, that, uh, that, that's not on me. Again, it doesn't make me a good guy. In fact, Dine Shamayim, I'm going to be Chayev. But the, but the animal is not expected to eat that. The animal ate it. So, Dine Adam, I'm going to be Potter. Aval Peros, David, Dachla, Bidine Adam, Nami Mechayev, Amai, Haviale, Shalotocha. So the Gemara says, so here I don't understand. Meaning, in this is Rav Sheshis' point. In the Bryce, we're speaking specifically about poison. But it had it not been poison, had it been food. In other words, something appetizing to the animal. And the animal ate it, and the animal got injured. Sounds like from the Bryce, I should be Chayev. So, and, and, and not like what Rav is saying. So, Ami, so the Bnei Yeshiva thought about this question, and here's what they responded. A couple of responses. Number one, who adina filoperos nami pater midine adam? Yeah, the truth of the matter is, is that this patur is going to extend whether you put poison in front of the animal or just regular food in front of the animal. And over here, the point is, is that the, the Bryson wants to give us even a bigger chiddush, where even where I put poison in front of the animal, where the animal really shouldn't be eating it, meaning the animal knows better. Okay. So still, in other words, but still, uh, there is a chiv uh, 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 judgment, which means that really the right thing for me to do is to pay for that loss. He can't take me to court. In other words, this is not something that can be settled in court, but if I'd like to do the right thing, I should pay. E by same of the Gemara says, or I'll give you another suggestion, and that is Samamavis and Nami Ba'afrazasa, the Hainu Peire. It could be that the Samamavis that the Bryson was describing was a vegetation. Happened to be a poisonous vegetation, right? Uh, there are mushrooms out there that are good and mushrooms out there that are poisonous. So over here, it was some sort of vegetation that it was poisonous to the animal, but it presents like, a, uh, it presents like vegetation. And that's, why the, and that's why the animal ate it. In other words, the animal thought it was food. Okay. And, 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 the, uh, and, 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 and this isn't going against the sheet of Rav. Why? In fact, it supports Rav. Why? Because uh, the animal thought it to be food. The animal should have been discerning about what it, eat, what, what it eats and what it doesn't eat. And that's why you're put to be the, be the Adam. Okay, so uh, what do we have right now? A, a Chiddush of Rav. 
And that is, is that when I bring food onto somebody's property, even though I'm trespassing and I bring food in and the homeowner's animal eats my food, if it slips on my food, I'm chayv. But if it eats my food, I'm going to be potter. Why? Because the animal should be discerning about what it, what it eats. So, over here, a woman who is going into somebody's property in order to grind. In other words, it happens to be that this person has got a, uh, has got the equipment. And so I'm going into the, the, the property in order to grind. And, 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 and was there, was there any kind of understanding, uh, that people come in and, and use it and, and rental? Uh, Tosis touches on this topic. But right now, for our purposes, we're just going to focus on the following, which means obviously that if I'm grinding my wheat, it means I'm bringing wheat into that person's property. I went in Shalom Barashos. I went in, uh, uninvited and trespassing. And now the owner, the homeowner's animal ate the wheat. So now Potter, uh, now if the animal slipped on the wheat and injured, the woman is going to be So now the Gemara says, so I don't understand. So the, um, it was, it, it was eating, it was eating. And shouldn't we make the argument that the animal should be discerning? So Amri Adifa Mamasis and Dokimna Koshuklakabaham. So the uh, so the Gemara says, yeah, but what, in other words, it, it's uh, the 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 brisa that we just cited. What happened is the animal didn't eat it. In other words, I'm the one who said that. That's not what the brisa said. Rather, the the way the animal got injured is so the, it slipped. And the Gemara says the Karila my Karila. And the Gemara says, and wait one second. And 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 you know, Rav Rav had to deal with our Mishnah from yesterday's daf. And that's what, and that's what Rav understood the Mishnah. Now all you're doing today is you're quoting a Brisa. In other words, the way that he dealt with the Mishnah is the same way he's going to deal with the Brisa. So Amalach Mishnah, Now in the Mishnah, it actually reads a lot better than the Mishnah. Because the Mishnah says, Now the word Bahen means, right, the, the easiest way to translate it is the animal got injured on the food. Meaning it slipped on the food. So Shehuchlukha Bahen. Over here in the Brisa that we just cited regarding the woman and, and, and the grinding of the wheat, it just simply says, if the animal got damaged. It doesn't say the word bahen. So Sounds a lot better uh, to, to explain the Brisa. It's talking about where the animal ate the food and the woman's going to be chayev. And that would be a kashan rav. And the counter argument would be, look, uh, it's, a, it's a lovely diuk. But I just, I'm not going to buy into the diuk. In other words, it says huska by him in the Mishnah. In the Bryce, it only says hum, im, im huska. Uh, if that one word discrepancy is not going to really make the difference. The Rav will defend himself by saying, both in the Mishnah and in the Bryce, you only chive when it slips on the food, not when it eats the food. Okay, Tashma. The Gemara is continuing along this new argument of Rav, which is, is that if the animal eats my food and it gets injured, so I'm not going to be chayv, even, right, such a chiddush, even though I brought the food, uninvited, I'm trespassing on somebody's property, I introduced the food into to the animal, nevertheless, the animal should have been discerning. So, So, I bring a shore into my friend's uh, property. Again, trespassing, uninvited. And now what happens is, is that 
the uh, there was chitin of the balabais in the property. I know all these cases, by the way, it gets confusing in terms of who's the owner of the food, who's the owner of the animal. So I understand we all need to keep it straight. So here in this particular brisa, I'm bringing the animal in, tr- uh, trespassing, and my animal now eats the food of the balabais. Now what happens is, is that my animal got a terrible stomachache. So terrible that it defecated all over the all over the property, and and not only that, umes and 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 the stomachache was so bad the animal died. So now, the balachatzer is going to be potter. Now, if I come in with an invitation, so then the balachatzer is going to be chayev. Amai yochal. So the gemara says, wait one second. In other words, with an invitation, that's fine. But my animal, according to Rav and his Chiddush, my animal needs to be discerning about what it eats. And the fact that it ate the food and 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 had and and, and, and got injured, so that's a that should be a me problem, not the homeowner's problem. So I'm a Rav. So so on that Rav says nope. That's not a that's not a kasha on Rav whatsoever. Because in the Bryson, we're, we're focusing on where he was he invited me into his property. With an invitation to his property, so now he accepts upon himself all forms of Shmira. Once I invite you onto my property, the Gemara's language over here is so striking, so strong. I feel Chanuk Okay, I don't know how literally to take the Gemara, but I'll just translate the Gemara literally. And that is, is that even if I choke myself in, in that person's property, that's his liability in other words, once he invites me onto his property, he is going to he's going to be charged with the responsibility of anything that occurs. And yes, it's true, animals should be discerning about what they eat. But once he invites me onto the property, he's going to be chayev for the damage that occurs. Is he liable for damage to the person? The person can even if he came in invited? Or is it only... No, it sounds like, in other words... Yeah, okay. Uh, the, um, uh, I hear... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. No, 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 correct, correct. When the Gemara says, no, you're absolutely correct. When the, when, when it says, when Hanukkah says, no, it's talking about the ox. But in other words, but in other words, the, you did literally nothing. The, the point of the Gemara is you did nothing to cause that damage. But once you invite somebody on, on, onto your property, even though it's no fault of you, the homeowner, you're still going to be chayv. Okay. Ah, okay, good. I, I, uh, good. I saw, I saw that coming. And what, and what, and what Chaim wants to know now, is that is this is is, is Rava saying this within the sheet of the Chachamim? Is he saying it within the sheet of Rabbi? Okay, it it sounds a lot happens to be the Rishonim discuss that. Okay, good, uh, good. He brings he brings in a Machlokus Rishonim over here in the notes. Okay, good. It's a good it's a good diuk. Pashup shot it goes going like the Chachamim, not like Rabbi. Okay, okay. Adkan uh, takes us to the end of yesterday's daf and, and and a lengthy sugya and a new chiddush of Rav, which is is that animals need to be discerning. And that requirement of animals to be discerning of what it eats, let's be specific. It has to be discerning of what it eats. And it's okay. such a strong argument that even if I go into somebody's property introducing food to the homeowner's animal and I'm coming uninvited and the animal eats my food and, and gets sick and dies or, or whatever, uh, whatever eating has it were to occur, I'm not going to be chayv because he should, the animal should have been discerning. Okay. So, um, so now the Gemara wants to know where there was Kabbalah Sneti Rosa. In other words, I now have invited you into my property. I've accepted myself liability for anything that happens to you while you're on my property. 
So, and, and when I say you, I really mean, right, you're, you're, you're sure. And any of your property now, once you're invited into my property, I'm accepting Shmira. Good. Now, So over here now, it's a question of coverage. And you know, this is a trigger for me when we talk about what, what's included in the coverage and what's not included in the coverage. Okay, just uh, Baruch Hashem. It's in the rearview mirror. So uh, we, we had a claim and uh, we, we, just, <laughs> we just dealt with this in terms of what's in the coverage and what's not in the coverage. Okay, so, um, so, the, so, so over here, when I say that you, that you are now invited and you are under my protection, does that mean that I'm accepting uh, now liability for anything that I do to your animal? Alternatively, once I invite you to my property, we're talking full coverage, which means that not only if you get injured by me, but even if you get injured by a third party on my property, I'm going to cover that as well. So what's included in coverage? Oh. So Amre, so so Tashma, so that's the question, sorry. So uh, so that's the question the Gemara raises, Tashma. So now the answer, So they're in the Yeshiva of Karna, and what are they learning? They're learning Baba Kama. So, uh, okay. so um, you bring food into the homeowner's property and you do so uninvited. You're trespassing. And now a shore comes. Somebody else is sure, not even the homeowner. Third party. And eats it. So now, Now, if you come in, now, chayev. So I'm going to leave it as a pronoun. You're going to be chayev. Oh. So now, who's the you? So, man pater man chayev. Yeah, so that part is unclear. So the Gemara says, la pater balachatzer v'chayev balachatzer. So p'tur chiv seems to be going on the balachatzer. Ah, balachatzer now is going to be libel. So in other words, he accepted upon himself shmira, meaning we're going on the second part of the b'risa where it was invite where he was invited, and now so the um, so so over here what seems to be the shot of the brisa is that we're looking at over here is full coverage, full coverage, meaning not only am I covering you if I damage you, but I'm going to be covering you even if somebody else damages you as well. So I'm really low. Now the gemara says no, chayv and patur now is not going on the homeowner, but rather it's going on the bal hashor. The Gemara says, V'i balashur. So the Gemara says, My brishus and my shalom brishus. The Gemara says, Wait one second. In other words, I can understand that we're talking about the homeowner because brishus and shalom brishus means either I'm inviting you into my property or I'm not inviting you into my property. I certainly understand if we were talking from the perspective of the homeowner. But over here, we're talking about the owner of the shore that's a third party shore that's on this person's property. Brishus, shalom brishus. What difference does it make? He's not the homeowner. What does that mean? So the Gemara says, "Amre b'rishos havilei shein b'rishos hanizak v'shein b'rishos hanizak chayeves and shelo b'rishos havilei shein b'rishos harabim v'shein b'rishos harabim petura." So the Gemara says like this. No, no, it 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 matters for the owner of the ox in terms of whether or not he was allowed to go into the property or he was not. How, how does that? How does it matter? Because if he was given permission to come onto the property. So the chamber shuts on chayeves. So in other words, so once you're permitted, once you're given permission to come onto the property, so now vis-a-vis the owner of the shore, 
is it considered now no longer, uh, is it considered part and parcel his property? The way Rashi describes it over here. Once I give you permission to come onto my property, so basically we are, from a, just from a liability standpoint, just from a Nezik standpoint, we are now basically partners of this property. We're shitfuss of this property. Now when another ox comes in and damages my animal that's on this property, so now, and, 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 and I say damage over here. We're not talking about Karen, we're talking about Shane, because we're talking about food. So now, this is Shane Berushus Hanizak. Remember, by Shane, very basic distinction we made regarding Shane. Shane Berushus Arabim, Pater. Shane Berushus Hanizak, Chayev. Once I'm allowed to go onto the property, so vis-a-vis Nezek, it becomes my property. And now, when Shane damages occurs, that's Shane Berushus Hanizak. Good. If I was not allowed onto the property and I brought my animal onto the property and somebody else brings in food or somebody else's animal eats my food. Ah, let's go, let's go that way. Somebody else's animal, third party animal eats my food and I bring the food in uninvited. I can't call this my property. I wasn't given permission to be here. So this is now Shane Berushus Harabim. It's not actually Rishos Harabim, but if I have no right being there, halachically it's tantamount to Rishos Harabim, and so therefore, uh, Pater, only the ox is going to be Pater. Okay, so, let's reset. What's our question? I allowed somebody to come onto my property. I've accepted coverage. Is that coverage just damages for me, or is the coverage now damages from anybody? So, Tashma, the Gemara says, okay, now that we reset, Okay, so, once again, we have a lot of pronouns that need clarification. Chayev, Pater, he's going to be liable, he's going to be exempt, who's the he? So, man, Pater, man, Chayev, la, Pater, balachatzer, vechayev, balachatzer. So, presumably, it's the balachatzer. And now, the pshat in the Bresa would be, is that, I brought my shore into somebody's property. He gave, he, let's, let's attach, let's give that a name. The homeowner gave me permission to be there. And now, the, um, and, 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 and now, a shore me makamacher, a third party shore comes in and, and damages my shore. So now the homeowner is going to be chayef, right? Shalobar is shosi's potter and bershus is going to be chayef. It says both. It says both. So now what it sounds like is that once I'm a Kabel, I'm accepting upon myself all liability, not just for me, but from anybody else as well. So in other words, it sounds like from the price, it's full coverage. So So the Gemara says again, we're not talking about, we're not talking about, um, we're not, we're not talking about the homeowner. We're talking about the Bala Shore, the owner of the third party Shore. The Gemara says, I don't understand. What, what, in other words, so now that it's, we're no longer focusing on the homeowner. And now we're focusing on the third party, what difference does it make whether I came in with permission or not? Now, over here in this Baisa, we're not talking about Shane. This is an important point over here. Took, took me a minute to, to wrap my head around it. We're not talking about Shane. Because what are we talking about? Animals damaging other animals. So that's Karen. So now over here by Karen, does it matter whether it's in the Rishus Anizak or it's in the Rishus Rabim? And to that, the answer is yes.
Ah, right. <laughs> right. So Amri, Hamani Rabbi Tarfani Damra Mishuna Karen, Vichatsar Nizak Nezak Shalom Shalem, so Bershus Haviale, Karen Vichatsar Nizak, O Mishalem Nezak Shalem, Shalabershus Haviale, Karen Bershus Arabim, Velomashame, Elachati Nezak. So over here, again, it's a, it's a forced answer, but it works. The answer works. And that is, if we subscribe to the view of Rabbi Tarfon, which again, halakhically we don't, but if we subscribe to the view of Rabbi Tarfon, so now it makes a difference. Why? Because according to Rabbi Tarfon, for Karen, what do we do? So you pay Chatzinezek if that occurred in the Rishut Rabbim, but according to Rabbi Tarfon, Karen in the Rishut Hanizak is Nezek Shalim. So in the Hishab Hanizak, Rabbi Tarfon does distinguish between Matam and Muat? Uh, right, that's a, that, that's ac- that's accurate. That's accurate. Okay, so uh, right, and if you recall, Rabbi Tarfon learned this via Kavachomer, right, and that was a very complicated daf of Dayo, Dayo Levomin and Dinliyoskenadim. But anyway, but according to Rabbi Tarfon, even by Karen, there is going to be a difference. So if we subscribe to Rabbi Tarfon, so now it makes a difference. Once I invite the person to come onto my property with his ox, and then the third party damages his ox, so once I give him permission. It's like his property. And again, from a Nezik standpoint, it's like his property, and therefore it is Karen Bershosa Nizak, Nezik Shalem. Again, now, just keep in mind, according to Rabbi Tarfon. However, if I did not give him permission to come onto my property, and the third party animal damages his shore on that property, so it's only going to be Chatzin Nezik, not Nezik Shalem. Okay, and, and, and then, by the way, mind you, we're trying to fit that into the Brightsa. So if you go back to the Brisa, see the words of the Brisa, the Brisa says the words Chayev and Pater. Now, right now, now we're really squeezing it into the Brisa. Chayev means Nezik Shalem. Pater means exempt from Nezik Shalem, but you're going to have to pay Chati Nezik. Okay. It, a, a bit of a dochek, but okay, the Gemara wants to defend. Okay, so far, where, where are we right now? Two topics that we covered so far in today's daf. Number one, so uh, what food poisoning. <laughs> Not not literally, but basically. In other words, that the uh, uh, I bring I introduce food into somebody's property. Animal, the homeowner animal eat, eats the food. Animal gets sick. Animal dies. Whatever damage occurs via eating. So I'm not going to be chayiv. That's the chiddush of Rav. That was step number one of today's daf. Uh, and and the reason why is because we expect an animal to be discerning of what it eats. That's number one. And then the second discussion, which the gemara did not arrive at a conclusion is that when I allow somebody to come on my property, accepting Shmira, so is that now, how much coverage are we talking about? Are we talking about only liability from what I do to your property? Or does that mean full coverage, anything that happens to your property, on my property, I'm going to be liable for. And that the Gemara did not arrive at a conclusion in terms of how much coverage we're talking about. Okay, are we ready for a story? Yes, we are. Mem Chesam and Aleph. Right? About a third of the way down. Okay, so a woman comes into somebody's property, somebody else's property, and what does she want to do? She wants to borrow the oven? Okay. And um, we'll, we'll be clear in just a moment whether or not, with permission, without permission. And along comes the goat of the homeowner, sees the dough that's about to be put in the oven, gets excited, eats the dough, but wait, the story's not over. Chavol Omeis, a goat gets a really bad tummy ache. <laughs> a goat dies. And 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 Okay. And uh, Rava says now to the woman, okay, 
In other words, you brought the food in, goat ate the food, and now you got to pay for the goat. Yeah, right. Okay, good. So uh, so the woman now is held liable to pay for the goat, for the damages of the goat. So So the Gemara says right away. Okay, so this psak that was issued by Rava, so ostensibly now it goes against Rav. Rav says that we expect animals to be discerning of what it eats. So that expectation now would would, would mean that the woman should be exempt. She should be potter. And over here, Rava says chayev. So it sounds like Rava's arguing with Rav. So the Gemara says, Good. So the Gemara says, no, no. Rav is not arguing with Rav. And I'll explain, I'll explain the difference. They're, they're, they're different cases. So in other words, when Rav was talking, Rav was talking specifically about a case where the, uh, the person comes in uninvited. So the, but uh, but over here regarding the woman, and the dough, she came in birishus, and therefore kabal alav nitirusa. So the uh, so now uh, that means the following. So she's coming in with permission. So once she's coming in with permission, so now we are learning how it works now in not just one direction; it works in both directions. Meaning, once I'm coming in with, with permission, so not only does it mean that the woman is going to be protected. And 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 and, uh, and covered, but it also means that the homeowner as well is going to be covered. She accepts upon herself to make sure not to damage the homeowner's property. So the Gemara says, "Wait one second. This is really a distinction, and you're really right about this." I don't understand. I'm going to show you a brisa where it's effectively the same. A woman's coming in in order to do tchina. She's going to grind. She's she's using the equipment of the homeowner in order to grind. And if she comes in, where it sounds like if she was invited to come into the property, and so then she would be putter. So wait one second. You're telling me that when she's invited, she's accepting upon herself also the obligation to make sure that nothing gets damaged on the property. And over here, in the Brisa, we're saying no. That when she comes in, Berushos, she is going to be covered. And if she damages, and, and if she damages, right, uh, she's going she's gonna to be putter. So Amri. So the Gemara says, you have to understand one detail once, which I just read it, once we present the, the, this one detail, you will see the difference between the cases. Okay. Let's start off with, with the, with the toche, with the grinding. Okay. A uh, woman knocks on the door. Can I borrow your equipment? I need, I need to grind my wheat. Sure, come in. And she comes in and she now uses the equipment. Okay. Um, is she now have this, uh, this, this awesome responsibility of making sure that she doesn't damage any of the, uh, 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 of the property on the, in, in the homeowner? No, she doesn't have this awesome responsibility. Why? Because the homeowner is right there. Now, now granted, just, just to be clear. In other words, it doesn't mean that she can go ahead and break things. Anything she breaks, she's going to have to pay for. What it means now is that, that the food that she introduced into the property 
if now the homeowner's animal goes ahead and eats that food, she's not going to be chayv. Okay. Question, please. Wait just one second. Let me let me first finish the the, the, the distinction. So she's not she's not going to be chayv. Why? Because the homeowner is right there, and 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 he doesn't have to clear out for her. However, when it comes to baking, so baking first requires her to knead. She's going to go into the property. She's going to knead the dough. And she's going to and she's going to bake. She's going to roll up her sleeves. Because she's going to be rolling up her sleeves, so where is the homeowner supposed to be? Any, anywhere, anywhere but there. In other words, Sneas. In other words, Sneas demands that the homeowner now not, not be there, as she is going to be put in a position where her arms are going to be exposed. And so now, this is the understanding when she's coming in to bake, that the homeowner is supposed to vacate the premises. Now that that's the clear understanding, now it becomes her responsibility her legal responsibility that now she's introducing food. There are animals all around. The homeowner is expected to vacate. So now she is now accepting the responsibility of making sure that none of the animals are going to be eating her food. And if they do, that becomes now her liability. Okay. My question is, when she brings food into the other guy's domain and the animal eats the food and gets injured to go, right? Right, right. Why isn't that not considered garmi? So there's only no no penalty for it. Right. In other words, the. Uh, Remember, wrap that whole example yeah, of yeah, water yeah. on the ground and right. the. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't feed it directly. Okay. Let me let me think about that. Okay. I don't. I don't have a. I don't, I don't have an immediate response. Okay. Um, good. Adkan. Okay. So uh, the uh, that ends that section of the Gemara. So a lengthy discussion, right, really started yesterday well into today's daf. And that is, is that when I bring food into somebody's property and the, and the animal, homeowner's animal eats the food, so am I going to be held liable? So Rav says, no, animal is expected to be discerning of what it eats. We had a psak of Rava that seemingly went against Rav and the Gemara said no. In other words, Rava's case is very specific and very unique. Under normal circumstances, you're not going to be chayef, like, like Rav, like Rav says. Okay, uh, we continue. Amar, yeah. I'm sorry. Let me read the heading. We're about two thirds of the way down at the two dots. So, so in the Mishnah, um, what do I do now? Mishnah gave three different examples of what I introduced into the homeowner's property, right? Uh, uh, pottery, right? Jugs, uh, food, and an animal. So over here now we're talking about where I'm where I brought an animal in. So uh, let's go and uh, let's let's go and learn a chiddush of Rava. Uh, I bring an animal to somebody's property, and my animal makes a mess of the actual property itself. My animal just digs up holes on the person's property. So now, so now me, the owner of the shore. So now, obviously, that's damage. That's real damage that I caused to the person's property. So I'm going to have to pay for all that damage. That part's easy. Now we get to the exciting part. Now, what if somebody falls into that pit that was dug up by my animal on somebody else's property? Who's going to be liable for that? The owner of the chatzar is going to be responsible for damages caused by that pit. Okay. Now, that is amazing. Just for a moment, pause, think about it. Rather amazing. The homeowner did not make that pit. That pit was made by somebody else's animal. 
and yet the homeowner is going to be responsible. Now, in terms of liability of bore, I told you the fifth paragraph of Abakama, a lot of bore discussion. So today's daf is one of those, is, is, is a perfect example. But there's going to be, there are going to be many more examples of bore. So here's the basic halacha regarding bore, and that is, is that my liability for bore is only when I dig the hole. My animal digs a hole, so I'm not going to be liable. So the Gemara says, So the Gemara introduces us now to our next big chiddush of today, and that's the following. And that is, is that you're right. Somebody else's animal dug, dug a hole on my property. That, that, that part's accurate. And, and, and now the owner of the shore has to pay for that damage that's done. But it's a hole on my property. What should I be doing now as a homeowner? I should be filling the hole. I had time to fill the hole. I let it go. The Gemara is mechadesh. That once I had an opportunity to fill a hole and I didn't fill it, it's ki'ilu, I dug it up. So even though I didn't do the actual digging, failure to cover or fill the hole is, is, is ki'ilu, I actually dug up the hole. But actually, the fact, the fact that you didn't fill it means that you consented. You actually, in a way, <coughs> consented to having the hole. Okay, we're saying the same thing. We're saying the same thing. Yeah. So if he had no dos of the hole, so you're saying he's not responsible, right? In other words, yeah. In other words, if he didn't know it was there, so presumably then he's not going to be held responsible. I think that's I think that's reasonable. I think I think so. He's aware. Right. Good. Yeah. Good. He's responsible if he gives somebody rishus to come into his property, and that person falls in. Um. Again, the let's just say the gemar kipshuto. In other words, he knew about it. Right. Everyone. <laughs> everyone. Everyone runs to what if. Okay, before we get to the what if. In other words, the the basic idea of the Gemara is, is that he knew about the hole, right? He, he just let it go. He was responsible to, to, to fill it. He was responsible to cover it. Him not doing so, it's Ke'ilu, he dug up the hole. Now, the Amar of Hechnesho, Lechatzer Balabayish, Lobirishos, Vehizik, as Balabayish, all Balabayish, Zuzak, Bo, Chayav, Ravat's Potter. Okay, another halacha regard, for, uh, that comes to us via Rava. And that is that the... Um, the um, somebody brings a shore into my property uninvited, and the um, and, and the shore does damage to the actual homeowner himself. Or let's say the animal is just you know there and homeowner didn't know, tripped over the animal and, and injured. So now the um, so chayv. So the ball shore is going to be chayv. Okay, th- that that part is pretty straightforward, easy. Ravats potter. Now, if the animal squatted and the homeowner tripped over that animal, the, 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 owner, the owner of the shore is going to be Potter. Uh, now, the Gemara says, I don't understand that. Misham the Ravat's Potter? That doesn't make sense. In other words, the animal squatted, so now, right, the owner of the animal is going to be Potter. That seems strange. The Gemara is going to explain. Amara Papa Mai Ravat, Shihir Bitzkalalim. So the Gemara says, oh, so in Ravis does not mean that the animal squatted. And it means that the animal left a little present over there for the homeowner. Okay, in other words, so what the animal did is defecated right on the homeowner's property. And now we're looking at the manure of the animal sitting right there on the property. Now, now we get to analyze. First, we just simply said pshat. Now we get to analyze. So now, nitatnafu kelev shabalabayas. And we're talking about 
where the homeowner's clothing got dirty. In other words, just sat there in the, right, let's say, let's say the homeowner tripped, fell into the manure. Homeowner's fine, but his, his clothing now is, is a mess, requiring dry clean. So now, what is the galalem halachically? Which categories does it fall under? Now the galalem fall under the category of boar. What do we know regarding boar? Lo matzina boar In other words, a, another fundamental point regarding boar is that boar is going to be held liable for nezik that's done to a person, for nezik that's done to an animal, for death that's done to an animal, but not for death of Kalim. <laughs> now, death of Kalim, by the way, is a funny way to say it. I, I, I said it, I meant it, damage. but in other words, damages. In other words, any damage to Kalim, boar is not going to be high for. So over here, just from a technical standpoint, so even though, right? in other words, imagine how upset you're going to be Right, somebody brought his animal into my property uninvited, and the animal defecated my property, and I and and now my clothing got dirty because of that of that manure that was left on my property. <clears throat> Understandably, I'm livid. Uh, understandably, but the point is, is that now halachically good. Take all the emotions, put them aside. Now halachically, the galalim or boar, boar is not is not going to be chayav on kalim. Okay, so patur. <laughs> So once again, whenever we talk about boar, we're going to do this every time. I don't know about every time, but most every time. And that is the machlokis between Rav and Shmuel. According to Shmuel, anything left as a hazard is a boar. According to Rav, that's only after Hefker. So over here, how do you understand it? The Gemara says that's not so hard. Because manure, generally speaking, is left is, is going to be left as hefker, right? In other words, uh, we're we're told that you know, in other words, you're going to walk your dog. You got to you got to pick up after the dog. Without without legislation, most people are not going to want to do that. They'll just leave it there. In other words, hefker. Whoever wants it can please please help yourself. So so the, so so oh, so so the gemara says that's basically right, correct. In other words, the animal left manure in somebody else's property. It's hefker. So even according to Rav, it falls under the category of boar. Okay. Another halacha. Amar Rava. Nichnas lechatzeh balabai shalab rishos v'hizik es balabai shalab balabai shuzik bal chayav hiziko balabai shpater. Okay. Another halacha regarding Rav, and that is, is that um, the balabai goes and, uh, I'm sorry, a trespasser goes into somebody's property. And he comes in uninvited. And and he injures the balabais. In other words, right? A, a, assault. Just simple case of assault. So now, oh, balabais is a ball. Or let's say, the, the guy came into your property uninvited and is just standing there. I didn't know he was there. I tripped over him and I and I, and, and I injured myself. So that trespasser is going to be chayev. Again, it's obvious. But okay, good. But it sets us up now for the next part. Now, hiziku balabais pater. Now, Let's say the homeowner now does damage to the person that trespasses. So the balabais is going to be patimala shalem. Now Amara Papa Lo Amara Papa says, now wait one second. Lo That's only if he didn't know that 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 that, that he was there. Aval Havayadebe, but if he knew that he was there, so he's equal balabais chai of my time in Mishum Damarle Nihitasukhavashusalafuke. In other words, the uh, patur over here is only if I didn't know he was there. If I knew he was there, I have a trespasser on my property. I know he's there. 
So now, and now what do I do? I, in other words, I, I, I physically remove him. Physically removing him is fine. Injuring him is not acceptable. You do not have rights and permission to go and injure him. You injure him, you're going to be chayev. In other words, he had no business being on your property. And yes, you can remove him from your property. That, to that extent, it's totally within your bounds. But to physically hurt him because he's not getting off your property, that, that you don't have the right to do. And if you do hurt him, you're going to be chayev. And the Gemara says, and, 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 and this is consistent. So, if two people are there legally, in other words, the Rashi says, Rishos Rabbim, Chatzar Shutfim. So now, Shneim Birushos, oh, Shneim Shalom Birushos. So, uh, so uh, they damage one another, they're going to be Chayev. Who's Guzeb is Epiturim? But if, if, if the injury occurs incidentally, so then they're going to be Paturim. Okay. So, uh, so, but, uh, Taima, I'm sorry, and let's make the deal. Time of the shame bershus, the shame shall bershus. Avalacha bershus, vacha shall bershus. So the bershus potter shall bershus chayev. But in other words, but if one person had every right to be there, i.e., it's his property, and the other person did not have the right to be there, i.e., he's trespassing. So the one who is there legally, he's going to be potter. The one who's there illegally, he's going to be chayev. But again, the, um, just just to be clear, Rapapa make, makes it clear that if you know the person's there trespassing on your property that doesn't give you the right to hurt him, you are going to be held liable. It just the patur is is that he trespassed. You didn't know he was there, and now in, injury occurs. Potter, okay. I think, um, yeah, I think I think we'll pause over here. Okay, and, 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 and we'll and we'll do we'll do more board topics, obviously. I mean we'll finish up and we'll do more topics tomorrow. Tomorrow happens to also be a longer duff. Okay. I'll, I'll go quicker tomorrow. Okay, big topic, uh, big discussion for today. Uh, at the end of yesterday's Duff Mem Zion with base, top of today's Duff Mem Chesam and Aleph. And that is when I bring food into somebody's property, even though with Shlob Rishus and, and the homeowner's animal eats my food, he's gonna be I'm going to be potter, right? Ter- terrible what I did. But legal, legally, I'm going to be potter. Why? The rule of Rav. The rule of Rav is that animals are expected to discern what they eat versus what they don't eat. Okay? Amem ches, amen aleph. A lot of... First, we did, we, we did a case study. Uh, the woman came onto a person's property in order to bake using the oven of the homeowner. She came and invited and, the, uh, and uh, the, the goat ate her dough. The goat died. And Rav says she has to pay for the goat. She's got to pay for the loss of goat. And the Gemara trying to wrap its head around it. I don't understand. Shouldn't the animal be discerning? And the Gemara says this case is unique. So it has a unique feature to it. In that baking required sneus. Uh, the homeowner is expected to leave the premises in order to give her her sneus. Once she's once she knows that she's going to be the sole person on that property, it then becomes a responsibility. Okay, it's a, it's a very unique case. Um, we then went over numerous halachas regarding uh, right, told over by Rava. In terms of what happens when animal comes onto my property, starts digging up holes in that property. Obviously, for the damage, the the the, the Baal Hashur is going to be chayev. But now, for those holes that are created on my property, so what? What? Who's liable for those holes? If I had the opportunity to cover or fill those holes and I didn't, it's keilu I dug up those holes. Tremendous chiddush. But with that, that that that's uh, that was rava. Um, let's say an animal defecated on my property. So obviously, right, that's beyond, 
right, acceptable, but in other words, but the animal left, uh, right, le- left manure on my property, and now my clothing gets, uh, it gets dirtied by that manure, so he's going to be potter. Why? Because the manure is boar, and boar has pure kalim. Good. And then finally, what about somebody trespass- trespassing on my property, and now gets injured while trespassing on my property? I'm not chayev. I do not have the right to inflict any kind of damage to him to get him off my property. I have the right to force him off my property, but not to damage him. And in that limited circumstance where I physically damage him, I hurt him to try to get him off my property, I'm going to be chayev. But outside of that, somebody trespassing on my property. So generally speaking, I'm going to be potter. Okay. Okay.